Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to Jedi Eternal, Episode 9. Today, I'm your co-host, Braxton Taylor, and I'm here with the man with the plan and the new homeowner, Andrew Boland. Hey, I finally moved in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're actually in his house right now and trying to like squeeze in a spot with all of his luggage. Rex is literally sitting behind my refrigerator right now <laughs> that's not hooked up yet. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just glad he got moved in. I know it's kind of yeah. a big hassle for him. Oh, but, my, yeah. Yeah, but so. Thankful it all worked yeah, out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, guys, we, uh, we're we excited to have our episode today. Um, we want to go ahead, before we get too much further, and we just want to thank everybody uh, for participating in our uh, contest uh, last week. Um, it was a great success. Uh, we did it to kind of promote the page and get some new likes and just, you know, so on and so forth. Um, we got, a, like, a little over 50 new page likes. We On that post alone, had, like, 200 and some likes it was just a great success and uh, we're just so excited to uh, have new fans new listeners um, and uh, you know uh, actually the guy that we that we selected uh, didn't get back with us so we actually selected another person we did another random drawing and selected him and he should be getting his book tomorrow so uh, we're excited for him to get that but anyway we just want to thank you guys again for participating in that and uh, supporting the page and anyway it's been a great great time so uh, without any further ado, so today, um, this week has actually been really, really dry. Um, there's not yeah. been a lot of news stories. There's not really been a whole lot of rumors even. Yeah, there's there's um, a lot of news, but not about Star Wars. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, so we're, that's the thing we want to focus on Star Wars, and yeah. so that's what we're going to do. Um, so Drew- I, I looked really hard to try to find, <laughs> right. to try to find some news for you guys. And there's really, there's really just not anything, not anything that we at least want to report on. Exactly. There's stuff out there, but we're pretty picky on what we want to yeah, report. So. If, if it's nothing like important to the universe, we really don't. Yeah. So, um, much. yeah. So I guess for today, we'll just go straight into releases. Yep. Uh, we're going to be skipping our news and rumors sections because, again, there's not a whole <laughs> lot out there. there. So <laughs> yeah. we're going we're gonna to jump straight into releases today. So for the 25th, which is Wednesday, we have B- Bounty Hunters issue two. And we have the next issue of Star Wars Adventures. And then, of course, on Friday, the 27th, we will get episode six of Clone Wars. Wow, there you go. So there's the releases. Um, I'd also kind of like to mention I started reading the the novel of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I just started it last night, which it was like 1.30 in the morning, and I was sitting there reading it. I was like, I'm just going to read like two chapters. <laughs> yeah. So so I started it. Um, I'm excited about reading it because already in just the first two chapters, it really just adds in some extra detail that I yeah. really appreciate. Yeah. And I know people have have already been thrown a fit over the novel, which again, just doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because she's working with what she, with what the movie had, you know? So, yeah. um, I, but I, there's some really interesting stuff in it. Uh, one thing I'd like to mention, and this isn't really, I mean, I guess technically it's a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear a spoiler, you can skip forward, but it's not like a huge, huge spoiler or anything. But we learned that Leia, um, in her training, was hearing voices sometimes from Obi Wan Kenobi, oh, and even cool. and even yeah. more rarely she would hear some from Yoda. So yeah. like she was kind of having some communication with them throughout her training, and I thought that was really just a neat little thing. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, and uh, Kylo Ren does go and talk to the Eye of 
uh, webbish, webbish bog yeah. or what, 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 I don't even remember I, now. I think, I think that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> we, the, one, the, the baby, so the baby head thing we've been talking about for weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, he does talk to it in the novel, and uh, it's kind of an interesting conversation. Yeah, um, that is interesting. So, anyways, I highly encourage everybody to go and pick up the novel. It's just in the first two chapters. I've already learned quite a few extra yeah. things. So that's I'm very excited. cool. Um, one thing I, I just actually we hadn't talked about this, but it just popped into my mind. Um, they actually released Rise of Skywalker. Yes. DVD early. Yes. I, I guess for, we could have talked I about that. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it would technically still be out by this point. Right. But yeah, on Friday, or well, yeah, on Friday, I think is when they actually ended up announcing it, but it was yeah. just later after we had already done our, done our podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they decided to release it early because a lot of people are going to be at home. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool that they did that. They released yeah. it digitally Very cool. early, Yeah. Uh, which even like a lot of stuff on Disney plus or things are going to Disney plus early. And mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of movies are being released early, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to frozen too. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> no, whenever I, whenever we found out frozen two, uh, was on there. I, I actually, I saw it on the news and I, and I told my wife, I said, Hey, um, Frozen Two is going to be on Disney Plus, and she was like, "No!" I'm like, "What?" Well, she's like, "She's like, my daughter's going to listen, want to watch it all the time." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Frozen uh, was like the bane of parents' existence back in yeah. whatever year well, it was. She, she, my wife's never watched it, but she's already, um, she's already heard the the soundtrack like over and over again, <laughs> no. and like knows the whole plot and everything, even though she's never watched the movies. Um, yeah. well, she's so, already done with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand that. So anyway, so it's cool that they were starting to release some stuff, like especially Rise of Skywalker and things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, though. We really don't have a whole lot this week in terms as goes uh, for news and, and rumors and things of that nature. So with that being said, we are going to move on to our Q&A. Uh, forum post or whatever because we make a every week we have a Q&A segment uh, where like I said every week we go to Facebook and we make a post we're asking you guys to ask questions bring up topics and and whatever you guys want to do suggestions and uh, like I said since there's little to no rumors this week and, and news and stuff you guys came in clutch you guys I have like we have like six or seven questions so Sweet. we're gonna have plenty to talk about today um, and so, cause like typically for those of you who are listening maybe for the first time or you maybe you forgot um, we usually try to do three uh, questions per week and if there's any more than that we put them in a kind of queue uh, for the next week but since this week is kind of a special week where we didn't really have a whole lot of stuff we're gonna just go ahead and answer all of them so let us move forward and this week's first question comes from Kristen Perry thank you for asking um, hey Kristen every week you got something and we appreciate that we do um, and but she asked in Clone Wars we found out that Obi-Wan had a somewhat romantic relationship with Duchess Satine do you think that he would have left the order for her? So, um, I mean, right off the bat, I think we have a, it's not a clear answer, but it is at the same time. So if I'm not mistaken, when Duchess Satine was dying in season five, right? Uh, he literally says to her, I would have left the order for you. Like he would have now, but me and Andrew have a different opinion. Now he said that, but we have a different thought on that. Andrew, you want to go ahead and take that? Yeah. So he, you know, he says that to her, and I, I think that he believes that he would. Like, when in that moment, I think he does believe he would have. If she was to say, like, oh, let's go off, he believes he would have done it. But I also think that knowing Obi-Wan Kenobi and what he stands for and what he believes, I don't think he truly would have. Right. I don't think he could have done it because he he believes in the Jedi Order. He believes in what he – like, his. I mean, his life is fully devoted to it. Right. And – um. 
And we see that time and time again and, and the things he has to go through and suffer because he refuses to let go right. of what he believes in. And so I don't believe that he would have left the order for her. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, like I, I'm, I'm 100% on the same agreement. In fact, we had we didn't even talk about this beforehand. I, we already had these kind of thoughts independently. But, yeah, I was on the same wavelength. He does say, he says, I would have left the order for you. But in that moment, in that pure moment of just sheer yeah. emotion, right. I think he said that. But I think Obi-Wan was such a pure form of a Jedi yeah. that his ideals, because the whole point of being a Jedi is that you're sacrificing yourself for the greater good. And right. I think that, you know, ever since, you know, the beginning and even up until the end where he dies, you know, he always gave himself away in his wants and desires for the order. Selfless. For always being selfless. selfless. Yeah. So he, you know, I would say he'd be willing to give up, you know, that relationship with Satine even for the order. Yeah. So and it, anyway. He, it was an emotional moment and he did care about her. And so I think, you know, that's why he said that. But I think had it really ever came down to it, yeah, I, I don't believe he would have. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, that's all up to speculation, which... I think Obi-Wan deserved better, but then again, it wouldn't be Obi-Wan if he got what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> but anyway, so that's pretty much that. I think he does physically say it, but at the end of the day, I don't know that he actually would have. So let's move on. So the second question, which is actually a topic, uh, comes from my good friend Chance Eddington. Chance, thanks for uh, commenting. And, you, and he says, uh, you guys should talk about the Bith. I've always found them to be one of the more interesting species. So... I have to say, Chance, that I concur with you. Um, the Bith are are pretty cool species, but they're definitely kind of a quote unquote like behind the scenes type characters. Like, and not just characters, but like they're kind of a behind the scenes type uh, species. Because every time we see them, which is really not that many times, we always see them behind the scenes. There's never really a main character that's a that's a of the Bith. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, one of the main times we see them was in New Hope. Um, when they're in the cantina, uh, in their band or whatever. But anyway, that's, that's part of it. I, I, I remember when I was young and I watched the new hope for the first time, I actually, ironically enough, like some people said that they were like kind of creeped out by them, but I actually loved the Bith. I saw them in the band. I'm like, I don't know why. I just thought they looked so cool. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed them. One thing I like said about them is that they're very docile species um, that's why typically they're you know musicians they're engineers scientists, scientists. Like yeah, yeah they're not high technology species i think yeah. is what they say yeah yeah uh, i don't really have a whole lot more to say about them to be honest yeah. um, <laughs> i mean they're they're interesting and i do love the band and the oh, yeah. i think the, yeah. the 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 model nodes or modal nodes modal nodes i think is that, that modal is what nodes, it is. Yeah. something like that yeah uh, uh, there's actually I think there's a short story in um, in the 50th anniversary New Hope book. What's that called? What's the book called? Oh, I just forgot the name of it. Yeah. Um, so all the like short stories. Yeah, all right? those short stories um, in the, for gosh. the 50th anniversary. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you care about it, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, anyways, in that book, there's, um, there's I believe, a, a story that kind of um, kind of tells a little bit more of their story, which is kind of neat. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, uh, or chance, chance, you should look for that. Yeah. So pretty cool species. Uh, pretty cool. Like I said, but the reason we don't have a whole lot to say, because they really are very much behind the scenes type, you know, basically if you're not willing to be violent in Star Wars, it seems like you don't get put in the front (laughs) (laughs) or, or if you're not willing to be with inside violence, I don't know, whatever. 
So with that being said, let's move on into our third question comes from Josh and Birkinshaw. Man, we appreciate you, hey, Josh, and Josh coming and in, coming in clutch, asking all these questions too. We appreciate it, man. Um, he says, "What are your thoughts on the dark saber? I'm excited to see Moff Gideon with it in season two of Mandalorian." And also, I think Pedro Pascal has a was a great choice to play the Mandalorian. Do you think he'll become a popular name amongst Star Wars? Do you say what's our thoughts on the dark saber? Yeah, what's your thoughts on the dark saber? Well, so I think the dark saber is amazing. Yeah, I love the story behind the dark saber. Yeah. The fact that the dark saber came because you know there was this war between the Jedi's and the Mandalorians, and the Jedi finally accepted a Mandalorian into their order. Exactly. And this Mandalorian Jedi creates the Darksaber. Yeah. And it's this long history from that point it's on, and it Tar passes Vizla, down right? through people, and it's Vizsla. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's Tar Vizsla, I think. Yeah. Um, pretty sure. Anyway, it may not be. I'm pretty sure it's Tar, Tar, Tar Hold on, I will tell you. Well, while I was looking it up, Give I was just thoughts say, about it. Yeah. But I was going to say, I, I think I think it's just personally, I think it really shows the uniqueness of the Mandalorian people and their culture um you know we don't see any Tarvisla, you're correct okay, cool 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 um but i think that how do i say this like we don't see any other type of lightsaber like that you know and um it's like a it's like a plasmic type thing and it's thin yeah however and it's black. if you notice in the art for the high republic there is somebody that has a saber that looks very similar well that is true and and here's something that i gonna say you know this happened during the old republic in a sense right maybe not the old republic but but no it was definitely the old republic because they steal the dark saber from the jedi temple at the fall of the old republic well that's true yeah so i guess my point is like back then that might have been a technology that they utilized and then it kind of phased out right for you know the new lightsabers or whatever but anyway i just think it's pretty unique i think it's really cool i think it shows the the power of the mandalorian because it's just so stark and different and it's angular and it's black and it's just it's really cool um what was the second part of the of the question um let's let me go back to read it i'm sorry um oh also he says uh i think pedro pascal was a great choice yeah. to play mandalorian uh, do you think he'll become a popular name amongst star wars fans i think he already is yeah yeah, um, I agree. I think he's already, well, he was already a big name, yeah, uh, just due to Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. But I think that he, even more so now, people already love his character, and I've heard nothing but good things. And so I think mm -hmm. he's already, from this point on, he's he's going to be known as a as a popular <clears throat> Star Wars. Yeah, actor. and and I'm on the same wavelength. I will step back a little bit and say that he's not. I mean, and, and this is kind of obvious. You're not going to expect this, but he's 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 popular, but he's not legendary. You know what I'm saying? Right, but it's going to take. Well, it'll take many years before he can get a legendary that's, legend status. <laughs> legend status, yeah, <laughs> like that's Mark Hamill. That's what I was, or, what I was know, something say. Like I say I think he definitely has the potential to become a well-known name. Like I think he already is well-known, but like when I say Pedro Pascal, like oh, boom, immediately Mandalorian. Well. Not necessarily right now. I mean, I true, true for some um, people. A lot of people would probably say Game of Thrones before yeah, exactly. they say even exactly. the Mandalorian. But part of that it's also because you don't really see him that much. Well, and that's a good point. Um, yeah. You know, it, him as an actor, you don't actually see his face other than a few mm -hmm. times. So well, and I and I just think I think spoilers. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I I think it's just greatly dependent upon the further success of the series. You know what I'm saying? I think the more we see of him, the more that we see the Mandalorian, and the more his name gets associated with the Mandalorian, I think we're gonna, you know, I think it's gonna be pretty good. I think we're gonna know more about him and like him more. I just think you know, 
the first season of Mandalorian was so wildly successful, it was a good thing, but season two and knock on wood, whatever I got to do, you know, I hope it's just as good or even better. Yeah. Um, I hope the standards don't loosen or they go down because if it's the same as it was and it's just that good, I think that we're going to get, uh, you know, I think we're going to see Pedro kind of rise up in the ranks of Star Wars, you know, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, great question. Um, and on both of those ends. So our fourth one as a kind of question slash topic comes from my friend, good friend, Greg Stewart. So Greg, Hey Greg, good to hear from me, man. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, Darth Vader's suit has a lot of interesting features that you could discuss. So great topic. Um, so like Greg said, you know, there are a ton of interesting little features and little like not secrets necessarily, but just like behind the scenes knowledge about his suit uh, that some people may not know. Um, with that being said, I will just throw this out there. You know, we really don't know what is canon and what's not canon right now. It's kind of a blur. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's been said throughout the years, but a lot of that's legends now. Yeah. But I do know in like the visual dictionaries and stuff, we've probably gotten some information mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say, you know, first of all, I'll say right off the bat, we do know this, is that um, Darth Vader's suit that he wears, you know, so popularly um, was actually an older model of, well, first of all, let's even back up even further. The suit he wears, it's um, it's like, it's armor, that we, but it's also like a medical suit. You know, he had his arms and legs pretty much cut off. He was burnt to a crisp, so he had to have something to sustain him medically. Um, so that's basically what the suit is, but yeah, it also it's has a life support system. Yeah. yeah. But the interesting about the suit is that it was an older model. There's actually much newer models that could have been used, but Palpatine didn't because it would be much more uncomfortable for him, and he did that on purpose to keep him kind of in this angry state. Um, also, uh, you know, let me think what I was going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, what's also cool is that, you know, the suit's construction incorporated Sith alchemy yeah. when they yeah. did that. So it's not just, it's not even just a suit, but there mm-hmm. is also some very old Sith alchemy in there as well, which is also interesting and going in towards the future and in rise of Skywalker and how they're using also using that Sith alchemy to to keep someone alive. Right. And I think, I think a part like a kind of a sub product of that Sith alchemy is that it's the suit itself is resistant to technopathy. Um, meaning like you can't like someone who could use their mind to influence technology. Like he, he, no one could use their mind or the force or whatever to control the, the suit. Yeah, uh, you know, so I I think that that's because uh, I think I'm trying to remember what's called something like that with the eternal um, something I can't remember off the top of my head, but anyway, there's uh, something called the eternal er or something along those lines that use technopathy. Um, but uh, but yeah, anyway, so but there's a lot of really cool things like in legends, like I said, what we have like the ma- he has like magnetic foot clamps. So like if if you know the the uh, you know, he's in a spaceship and the window blew out and everything's being sucked out. Like, boom, you can immediately clamp. I'm looking at something here. And again, I'm, this is, I'm looking at Wikipedia at the moment. So, you know, you can't necessarily trust that this is hundred percent Canon, but I'll read a couple things here. Uh, what, what this is cool. It says that the base of the nose was a silver multi-purpose detector that acted as the suit's primary environmental sensor. And so it could measure radiation, temperature, and atmospheric toxicity and displays the information in the HUD. <laughs> that's pretty so that's cool. kind of neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, one interesting thing, like I said, going back to the older 
model type thing so that Vader would struggle. Um, if, if you look into the, they, they basically had to have those, those neural impulses to control the limbs. And so if you look into the suit, there's actually needles like stabbing into yeah. his spine and his brain at all times. So it's re- reading, you know, what he wants the limbs to do. But again, on top of that, it's making him super pain, in pain and uncomfortable at all times to kind of keep him agitated, to keep him in that dark side rage at all times or whatever. So, right, right. So a lot of cool things. Um, do you have anything else you want to say to that? <laughs> mm, there, there's there's so much stuff here. Yeah, I know. I, it, it's one of those things where, like, I, I also don't – I don't trust it either. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking through this. It's, I mean, it's full of stuff, but like, I don't, I just, I've read lots and lots and lots of um, things about Darth Vader and I've never seen this much information on it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't exactly. know where they're where getting, they even getting it from, even, if, even in legends. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there's, like I said, visual dictionaries and stuff, which provide a lot of that kind of information more so than anything else. Yeah. But I'm looking here at like their sources and a lot of these sources are not canon. So, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> probably don't trust that. So, so probably don't trust anything. <laughs> anything we just said. Yeah. No, at this point, like, so we really, we don't know it's canon. We just want to... Yeah, I think with the new canon, they've not focused a whole lot on explaining Vader's suit. I don't think that's been their focus, so... Yeah, so here's the thing, and this is one of my points. We, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but I think that, you know, and this is just a rumor at this point, but Darth Vader is kind of a hot topic right now in... Uh, and uh, <laughs> but anyway, Darth Vader is kind of a hot topic. Like they're wanting to do some stuff with him, um, and they're wanting to come back because like he's so well known. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's you know no nobody dislikes Darth Vader. You know. So anyway, I think that um, it would be interesting to know that like, maybe if they're trying to come back to it a little bit, that they can try to hit on some of those details a little bit more. So yeah. anyway, so let's move on. Our fifth uh, question comes from Noah Aguilar. Again, Noah. Hey, Noah. Great. Good old buddy. Good old man there. They're supporting <laughs> us from the beginning. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Yep, um, but he says, uh, who is one of your favorite Star Wars Legends characters? So um, I've been kind of taking the lead. Go ahead, Drew. Well, mine's generic. but Oh, no. Um, mine, my first one is... Uh, is Revan. I just, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. I just love Revan so much and uh and again, I know that's kind of like a generic answer because you, Rev the character of Revan is kind of what you make it. Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah. but I it's he he's my he's my favorite. Uh besides that, let me think of a couple others I I, I like. I really liked Jason and Jaina. Oh yeah. Solo. Yeah. Uh they were kind of like the original, well, Jason at least was kind of like the original Kylo Ren before Kylo Ren was around. <laughs> he was Kylo Ren before he was. Cool. And in a sense, he follows kind of the same story, <laughs> oh, except yeah. he's a lot. Uh, we have way more story of Jason than we do Kylo Ren. Yeah, we 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 get Jason's story from birth to to death. Yeah, all the way through, and so we have all this history of it, and that's of course why I really like him. He does follow a similar. He ends up following a very similar story, oh, and yeah. um. It's it's one of my favorite parts of Legends is his story, yeah. and so I really like that. I also do like Jaina and how her relationship as a twin with him and all that stuff is also yeah. interesting. I I recommend that to if anyone just wants more Star Wars and they don't care if it's canon to follow the the storyline of Jason and Jaina is is very interesting stuff. Yeah, and I'll throw in a third. Um, I would say going for the triple. Yeah, I would say if I was doing like three, uh, my other one would probably be Kyle Katarn. 
I, yeah. I really like Kyle Katarn. I know we talked about him. Too. I think it was like think last, last week. week, or the week yeah. uh, so I won't say a whole lot about that, but um, just his story is another very interesting one. Mm-hmm. And he's just a really likable character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, like I said, it, mine is uh, a little generic as well. First of all, there's like, I mean, there's tons of Legends characters as I kind of, we, we talked in the comments yesterday. You know what? Um, I just realized something. I can't say Revan because Revan is not, he actually is, is no longer, he technically is canon now. He's no longer a Legends character. Yeah. Wow. I just, that's a good point. Uh, just because Rise of Skywalker has officially made him, yeah. well, actually the, the, um, visual dictionary yeah. has officially made him canon. Now, what the iteration of him is, we don't know what that is you know, yet. But he is. I think. It, I think it kind of still works for now. I mean, eventually, yeah. if they yeah. explain more, maybe not. So I'm still <laughs> going to leave point. it in there. But but that. technically, he is a canon character now. <laughs> yeah, great point. But for me, like I said, there's so many quote unquote Darths. You know, I mean, you know, Merrick, Nahilus, you know, or Nahil, uh, uh You know, I'm going Bane and Revan, which you know. So there's so many. I I love the old Republic Darths, you know, yeah. um, so many good ones. And uh, but for me, like it's a little bit generic. But for me, um, it would have to probably be Star Killer. Um, I just loved the Force Unleashed games, um, you know, following the story of, like Galen Merrick and then his transition to Star Killer and yeah. then, well the second one he like you know he became a clone of his you know previous self or what you know blah blah blah. Right. But but just to see, I think for me, just to see the sheer like bombastic power. Of that you accrue after a while, like I mean, there's that that little like scene in the forest where there's all these like, stormtroopers surrounding him, and he's just like picks them all up and just like vaporizes them. Like, it, it, I don't know. I just loved, I loved, loved, loved seeing that. Um, and now I, I think it was a little difficult to keep him canon because you know they pretty much made him as powerful, if not a little bit more, than Darth Vader, and you couldn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Because Vader was just like the you know he had to be the most powerful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was he was crazy powerful, and it, it, more so than I think we've ever seen in any other material, even yeah. even to this day. I mean, I know like people talk about how uh, Ray and Kylo kind of have some crazy force powers and stuff more than we saw in the prequels and in the original trilogy, which is but, true. Which but. is true, but but even. The Star Killer was it, on a whole he, nother level. They don't hold a candle to some of the stuff that he's done. I mean, he like and that was the problem with leaving him canon. Is it just? It, it was like, yeah. I mean, it was like a. I can't. This is kind of like not Star Wars related, but back in the golden age of comics, they made Superman so powerful. It was like, what do you go? What do you do next? Like, yeah. they had to give him a, a weakness with like, with the uh, Kryptonite. They had to make him not as powerful, and uh, so I think that's kind of why they had to decanonize him. Um, Frankly, if I'm just going to be honest, when Disney took over and decanonized some things, I don't think that they were thinking that. They just like, oh, we want to start from over. But and the, and the end result was probably a good thing, storytelling wise, because yeah, there's there's a large group of people that want him back. Which he's a sick character. That's what I'm he's my favorite legend character. I love I love his story. I love playing him as in the games. It's so fun. But yeah, I mean, it, it would be difficult I'm, to keep. I've, him I've actually I've heard people suggest a way of bringing him back is using him as a one of the. Um, um, oh man, I just forgot what they're called. <laughs> um, oh no, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Otherwise, I should try to help you. <laughs> um, the well, Darth Vader's—he's got some 
people under him that Inquisitor. Inqu- inquisitors. Yeah, yes, thank inquisitors. you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I've heard people say, "What bring him back as a, as an inquisitor?" Yeah, which because I mean, he kind of was like an assassin type, like yeah. henchman mm-hmm. of Vader. So it kind of made a little bit of sense. You know, we could you could tie that in a little bit. But here's the thing: if he's not as powerful as he was, do we really want to start killer back? I love the story, but at the same time, like. The part of his character was like he was so powerful and that's what made him so cool you know yeah but that's just me so anyway lots of great characters lots of really cool things to talk about um yeah. but let's just move on our sixth and final question again thank you guys so much for yes, asking all these you. questions we really needed it we really needed week, it this week so I, well, it worked out well because some week we get like one question i'm like oh great. yeah i hope that's not the case this week <laughs> yeah. you guys can collect yeah. it's like six questions like so thankful anyway our uh, sixth and final question comes from brandon dukes and he says as a fairly new star- fan of Star Wars, outside of the movies and starting at the dawn of the Jedi Legends novels, where do I go to learn all the lore? So, let me say first, first off, and I'm, I've kind of been hinting at it uh, in some of my previous answers, but I just want to inform you, like, right off the bat, since, you know, you may or may not know this since you're kind of new to Star Wars, but back in 2012, um, Lucasfilm and, and, and uh, George Lucas sold the rights to Star Wars to Disney. And when that happened, Disney took over and they took everything that was not one of the original movies and Clone Wars and they made it non-canon. And what that means is it's not within the kind of quote-unquote accepted universe anymore. They're, as, as, as it says, legends. They're not actually in the universe. Now, I don't say that to to sway you away from not reading the books because they're actually great books. I mean, there's there's so many good ones, like I said, pre and post uh, 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 saga, you know, but Skywalker saga, should I say? But but officially though, just so you know, the legend stories are are kind of not in the accepted universe anymore. Now, with that being said, yeah, which go ahead. Dawn of the Jedi, I believe, was released in 2014. Um, I think uh, it was in it was late 2014 when they when they quit making legend stories. Yeah. So it was. Basically, from 2015 on is basically where where canon begins. Yeah. So and so because here's the thing: in 2012, they took over, right? And they decanonized stuff, and they allowed them to continue writing books, but they had to put the little little uh, clip art on there, I guess, that says "Legends." So you know that it's not canon. That you can make these books, but they have to. You have to let people know that these are not canon. And then, like I said, in 2015, they just said, like, okay, fine, we're not going to do it anymore. Uh, it's kind of pointless, right? So. Like I said, I, I don't mean to detract, you know, you from reading those books because they're great, but that's technically not accepted lore anymore. Yeah. So anyway, now I will kind of digress. Andrew knows a lot more about the books and comics than I do in terms of like the order and things like that. Um, obviously, though, as you said, watch all the movies. That's going to be great. Um, watch Clone Wars. It's a great th- uh, resource. Um, and there's tons of books and comics. So, Andrew. Well, I'd say if, if he's talking about Dawn of the Jedi, he's starting as early as he he's trying to go as far back as he can. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you're talking about novels, uh, I think the farthest back in canon right now in novels is um, Dooku Jedi Lost. Yep. And that is was originally an audiobook only, but then they created um, a written script for it and released it to the public. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually read that now. Again, it's it's a little <clears throat> different because it's written like a script instead of instead of like a normal novel. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that that's your going to be your, your very first. Uh, past that, if you're just not into that, the next novel would be um, Master, Master and Apprentice. Yeah. 
which is a good novel. And and once you get those books, you'll see. And Master of Prince is still pretty new, so it'll it'll be accurate enough. If you if you get that book and open it up, in the first couple of pages, there's a timeline hmm. yeah. of all of the canon novels that have been released. So and then you can see what's right after that, and you can follow that all the way through, if you wish. Um, as far as just novels. Now, if you start talking about comics and that stuff, it gets a little more crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I have my own timeline that I've written out and try to keep it all uh, intact and know where everything's at. But um, it can be a little difficult to keep track of all of it. But if you're just talking about novels, that's what I would suggest you do first. Sure. And, and basically his, his whole comment was just kind of like, you know, what is a good way to find about the lore? And, or let me yeah. that. What's a great way to figure out as much yeah, about the lore right. as possible. Yeah, and I think that's, I personally think that's the way to go. Yeah. Start with the earliest novel you can in canon and just go through the timeline. Yeah. And and, and you're even going to, if you do that, you're going to cover all of the the movie novelizations as well. Right. Um, and you'll, you will learn a lot of stuff. Yeah. And what, so, and here's the thing, like, you know, for instance, like me and Andrew uh, know quite a bit about the Star Wars universe. Um, people who have been in it for a while know a lot about it, about the origins of the Jedi and the Old Republic. But right now, that stuff's not canon, so it really it doesn't even matter if you know it or not because it's technically not canon. Now, if if in the future, which we hope they do, re-canonize it, then great, you'll figure out about it then. But yeah. at this point, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I were you, um, I would just I would just learn about the stuff that is canon. And if you read that and you're like, okay, now I'm done. What else do I have? Then you want to go into Legends? Then by all means. So yeah, was that was that our last one? That was our last question. So before we go into our main topic, yeah, I, I do want to add in a, a little other little review here before yeah. we get to our main topic, and that is um, the latest issue of Star Wars, mm. the uh, latest issue of the Star Wars comic, <laughs> which I believe is issue four now. Um, did you get to read this? I did not, man. My okay. week has been crazy. All right, so it um. I read it. I don't want any spoilers. (laughs) Well, too bad. I'm just kidding. You're getting full spoilers. Spoilers, by the way. If if you have not read it and you want to read it, do not listen to this part. Skip ahead. Um, So, anyways. So, if anyone remembers my complaint with the previous issue where Leia gets frozen carbonite, which is, I thought was just the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Um, So... She is already unfrozen in this. They they already? get her. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. They, they already. So I again, I don't understand what the what the, the point, point of it was. Yeah. And it was so it was early enough on, I guess that it, she didn't have like any of the blindness and stuff that that Han Solo had. Yeah, because he was in it for a while. You know. Yeah. A certain so long period of time. So. so like she was able to just basically get up and go. So. I, I don't get it because yeah, what does that do to the story? Because at, you know at first I thought like they were trying to make it like she was going to be able to relate to what he got went through. And then like, yeah. but no, because she's fine. She, she was only in it long. She wasn't in it long enough to even get any of the effects <laughs> right. of it. So I don't understand what, it, I don't understand what it was for other than just a cliffhanger. Yeah. So I mean, other than just so like again, a- I stand by the fact that I don't think they should have done it. <laughs> Because <laughs> now it's already over and they're moving on. That's bizarre. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just really weird. I, I'm curious why they went that like, direction. I, I would like, yeah, I'd like to talk to like the, the director, yeah. of, 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 you know, and just be like, the author. What yeah. was your thought yeah. on that? Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm curious I, if author, he, I I'm curious if he talked with the story group about it. 
Uh, Well, I assume they had some kind of, probably with Matt Martin. Matt Martin is the one that I think deals mostly with comics. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious why they went that direction with the story. Yeah. Um, Then on Luke's side of things, he's looking for his lightsaber and like, and it's just big, huge, like junk field. Yeah. (laughs) And he's looking for it. And anyways, he gets, um, he, he starts seeing like, or like hearing different voices and stuff. And one of those is the, that person that grabbed the lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. And what we do find out is it is a, she, because he says, he says something like she, there's a woman or he hears a girl's voice. I don't remember how he words it, but however he words it, you know, it's a girl that is calling for him. And so he, he leaves Leia. He's basically says, I got to go and, and find this person. Um, and, and so we know that it is a woman. So yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know, know who that would be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know, I mean, man. part of me is like, could it be Ahsoka? That's a, well. That's what. But the problem is, is you like, see your arm though. You well, like a human arm. Well, no, because it's it's glove. We have it. You don't see like a like a small section. Can you see? I think it? If I'm not saying there's a small section remember. of the arm you can see. But but also, I think the biggest giveaway to, for me that I don't feel like it could be Ahsoka is is like with her. With her head, right. I feel like you would see the yeah. form because well, all of her robes it has the kind of like peaks where her right, little right. thing. I don't even know what they're called tendrils. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I I can see how how it's how it's uh, worded, but I don't know how to say it, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, don't don't. Um, do it. <laughs> anyways, um, so I think I don't think it can be her because it looks like a normal human head. It does, yeah, and so. I don't know who it's going to be, and I don't know if it's a Force ghost or maybe it's still going to be. Maybe there are going to still try to connect it with the higher Republic, and maybe yeah. it's a higher Republic Force ghost. That and that's probably um, my opinion because we know at is. some point they're also going to go to that outpost. Yeah. Um, so they're still going to connect to that, and maybe that that character is going to be another connection to it, just I think to get so. people excited. I think but so. I, I feel like whoever this is may very well play a role in getting Luke to where he is by the time yeah. of Return of the Jedi. Which that would be cool if it was Elder Republic. Because we know, you know we know he's or, he's gotten a lot of knowledge and, and training and during that time because he's almost like a whole different person. Yeah. And, yeah, we, we, and talk we know about that, that he hasn't yeah. we know that he hasn't went back to Yoda yet until Return of the Jedi. Exactly. So um he gets it from he gets something from, he gets somewhere. from somebody. Yeah. And I think that this character might very well be a part of that. Yeah, so whoever it may be, um, but I think it would be cool for yeah. the High Republic's thing. So, Anyways, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Here. So we're going to get to our main topic here, and this is going to be a review of Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 5, Gone with a Trace. So obviously, as we kind of mentioned a second ago, there's going to be spoilers. As we have been doing, we're going to be leaving our review to the end of the episode, and uh, we're going to, you know... We're going to spoil that for those who want spoiled or who already watched it. So be should be fair warning. Episode 5, Gone with the Trace. We're about to talk about all the details. So, now that we're into that, I will say, although I liked the episode, I think there wasn't a lot of details. You know, now, I will say right off the bat, my opinion, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, and, in fact, I think it felt completely different um, in pacing than the first arc with Bad Batch. I, I, I felt like, you because know, I talked about this last uh well, I mean, I've talked about it several times now, but but my opinion was was that Bad Batch, you could tell that it was a, um, how do I say this? You could tell it was pre-made. It was supposed to be just another arc and another season. Yeah. But this, I, I had a hope that 
with this new arc that's 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 brand new, it would feel different. And I can say it does feel different to it me. Does. It does. It does. I does agree. Feel different. I agree. I, I felt like this episode was all about character development. That's exactly what I was about to say. And, exactly what I was about to and, say. And, yeah. you know, the Bad Batch was fine, but it was very much just a... Fun, run and fun, gun Fun, run thing. and gun, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was very just kind of a, a action uh, piece after another, which, again, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're getting now... We're, we're finally getting that story of Ahsoka, I assume not long after... I wish yeah. we knew exactly how long yeah. she it has been since she left the temple. Yeah, I can't imagine it's been that long. Well, she well, and I'll just say that I'll throw this in there. She like is like defending the Jedi a little bit right. at the beginning. Yeah. Of the mm-hmm. So that means to me that she's like freshly left. That's just my yeah. opinion, though. Yeah, so. I don't think it's been that long, and uh, and so we're kind of getting seeing her state of mind, and and now she's met these these two sisters, which. Um, are great characters. I yeah. think that so far they've yeah. um, been very interesting. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, really a lot of it was just character development. There was a it little, was. there was like one action, you know, scene that mm-hmm. where they um, fought those robots and mm-hmm. whatever. But for the most part, it really focused on, on the yeah. storytelling. And, and I appreciated that. Yeah. And, and I, and that's one thing I was going to say is it, it felt very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very cinematic more so than the Bad Batch art. Yeah. Um, and like, and that's, you know, that's, that's one thing I was going to point out is it felt very um, story-driven, more like character development. You know, where is Ahsoka in her mind and in her life at this point now? Um, on top of that, you know, what, uh, you know, who are these new characters? Why are they relevant? How are they going to help her? Now, granted, I will say some parts felt a little kiddish um, in some of the episode, uh, just some of the interactions between the characters and some of the interact. you know, it was a little... A little juvenile, but but overall, I thought it was pretty cool, and I I liked seeing Ahsoka post Jedi Order, seeing how she's coping with it, and and you can tell that she's like pretty sad. You can tell that she's like dis- yeah. disappointed, and, and and like I said, what was very interesting is that whenever oh whatever the main girl she just meets, I can't remember her name now, but. She uh she starts talking trash about the Jedi. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa the, the Jedi are actually da da da. You know, so she's defending the Jedi. So th- that tells me that she's actually not been out of it for too long. She still has those ideals in her mind a little bit, you know. So anyway, overall, I think it was a really good episode. The, the animation looked great. Um, the characters, uh, like I said, you know, the interaction was a little bit kiddish every once in a while, but overall, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and at the very end of the episode, we get to see, and and there's a lot of times that. Ahsoka could have used the Force um, throughout most of the episode, and I think they were trying to build up to that point. But at the very end, basically this main girl was about to die, and she used the Force in a convenient way where it was kind of disguised. Trace and Rafa. Yes, Trace and Rafa. Yeah, Trace was the girl, the, the main girl, and the older um, yeah, sister was no, Rafa. Rafa. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess that's why, why it was called Gone with a Trace. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> hey. Well, I um, so anyway, with that being said... Um, just kind of finish with my thoughts on that. It's just like she she used the force in a very convenient way, and actually like nobody noticed it except for one little kid. Um, and so what that's going to amount to later on, I don't know. But yeah. I'm very excited to see how this this starts. I think it started off the arc in a good way. Not a lot of action, and like I said, the, the interactions were a little eh, every once in a while. But overall, the 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 feel was what I wanted. I felt like it was new. I felt like it was fresh. I felt yeah. like it was something different, and that's what I wanted. So I think it's it set a good foundation for them to kind of propel forward on that. So, any more thoughts on that? 
I am very interested to see where, how this ends up getting to where Ahsoka's yeah. at in the final yeah. arc. Yeah, that's and a good point. I'm, I'm really curious to see just where this goes. Um, because somehow, I assume, somehow along this arc is going to be where she ends up going to Mandalore. Yeah. And um, and then ends up fighting Maul. That, that's not necessarily spoilers because it's we if know. you've watched anything yeah. about this season coming up, then you know that's what's happening. I mean, even the trailers have that. Yeah. Um, it, it, let me say this. You know, <clears throat> this is kind of like a make or break moment for this season my opinion yeah. mm-hmm. what they knew next episode really is right, going right. to be a big deal because yeah. this there's gonna have to be a very big change of what we see in episode five the first episode yeah. of the soka arc which kind of introduced a lot of yeah kind of introduced the characters in the story and, but my point is is that it was very slow Right, where yeah. we see Ahsoka at this point is she's non-combative. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to use the Force. She does, I don't even see her lightsabers anywhere. She's wearing like coveralls for Pete's sake. And she's right, right. Well, on a side note, I did like that they mentioned thirteen thirteen. Yes, that was I really did. cool. For like, those of you, oh, when you know I heard them say that, I was like, yes, thirteen thirteen. Yeah, there's like the thirteen hundred levels, and like there's an old uh, game that they're gonna come out with called thirteen thirteen. And anyway, look it up. It's not gonna happen obviously anymore. It's many years ago. Very cool. Always all disappointed, <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's a cool little callback. So. Anyway, I thought that was neat. But my point is is that to see her go from where she's at now to where she should be, there's going to have to be a lot of change. So I'm saying like episode six of of this season is going to have to be pretty big. There's going to have to be something happen. There's going to have some some progress made. So Right. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. And because, yeah, I mean, she she's like acting like a full-blown Jedi again by the time uh, we get to, the, to that arc. And... Yep. And even afterwards, which we know from the Ahsoka novel, she continues to um, use lightsabers and, you know, so somewhere along the way, she decides, like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be in the Jedi Order necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to, well, I don't know. Maybe she does, maybe she does decide to go back to the Order, but then, but then Order 66 happens. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe at the very end, you know, she's like, okay, you know what? You convince me. I'll come back. And then Order 66 happens like right after it Because I, I guess my big question is how does she end up on Mandalore fighting with with yeah. Rex and all the clones? If she's not with the Jedi. And if she's not with the Jedi yeah, or anything. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a lot, has a lot of a lot of so, unanswered questions. I, that, um, and that's why I said this episode it was it was it was all right um, to, to, to reintroduce that character to yeah. start a foundation. But I'm just going to say episode six is going to have to be pretty important. Something's going to have to happen. We're going to yeah. see some progress. We're going to have to see, kind of start to see where this is going to go. And if we yeah. don't, then that's going to be an issue. But <laughs> but overall, I thought this was a fun episode. It was, it was cool to watch that progression, see that foundation being built. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much my thoughts on that. If you have anything to conclude us with. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hope the, the next few episodes are are really good and that it this uh final season ends with a bang yeah I agree. I'm, I'm still super stoked to see what happens in that final arc and where it takes us I, I really and how that ends i don't know what we'll see i i'm curious what the last shot's gonna be and oh, yeah like the know, final just, scene yeah, just like yeah. What's, you know i yeah really curious about all that but anyways i call it right now we're gonna yeah. see like him being donned as darth vader or something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's gonna end our episode for today we want to thank you guys so much for listening and and so much, thank you so much for all the questions you guys gave. And 
you know, you can go check us out on Facebook or on or on our Twitter that has a couple of followers. <laughs> <laughs> you can go on there and uh, you know follow us if you haven't yet. Like us on Facebook. Leave us a comment. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. Review us. Uh, you, of course, we'll have more Q and A posts and things yep. that we'd love for you guys to to uh, to put something down on and and share it with your friends. And uh, we want to again thank you guys. Um, we will. We plan to continue on uh, every Friday. Yep. Every Friday um, we'll be posting, so be looking out for that. But until next time, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. <laughs>